0: A.W.E. are proud distributors of Sony televisions and home cinema projectors, bringing you the best content from lens to living room. For more information, visit awe-europe.com.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Integrated Home, the podcast that's produced by the home integration community for the home integration community. The sun is out, the sky is blue, so what better time to explore outdoor AV? In the wake of the pandemic, are we seeing and will we see more outdoor AV installations? What are the challenges for integrators? And how can these best be resolved? My name is Jeff Hayward. Welcome to the Integrated Home. DBM delivers experiences that go beyond the ordinary and suspend reality. From powerful loudspeakers and state-of-the-art projection systems to acoustic treatment and screens, DBM partners with pioneering brands including Barco Residential, complete acoustic treatment systems, display technologies, Waterfall Audio and Meridian Audio to give you the very best high performance products for your home cinema projects. Like you, we're committed to achieving excellence. Visit distributedbym.com to find out more. Today, we welcome to the show, Greg Howarth from Glow AV and Sean Hawkins from Smart Synergy. Greg, can you introduce Glow AV and tell us a bit about you and your company?
0: I'm Greg from Glow AV um we've got uh offices in london and cheshire uh, we deal with all aspects of home technology from smart lighting to cinema to outdoor av um and uh, anything in between um we've been doing it for uh, over 10 years now
1: fantastic and sean what about you and smart synergy
2: hi yep i'm sean from smart synergy um we uh, also are a custom installer um again install everything or av related smart technology um home cinema um and um, and obviously external um uh, av systems as well
1: excellent okay do you have av outdoor av in your showroom Sean?
2: no um it's something i've thought about um but I don't think it works in a showroom.
0: We just have a kit that we take out. Is that something you've got, Sean, as well?
2: Um, Not until recently, no. Um, However, I am recently converted.
0: Does that that mean it's in your back garden? Is that what that Uh, means?
2: (laughs) No, no, it it should be. uh, But genuinely, um, I mean, one of our suppliers that, that we... Um, you know, there's long term been being, being, um, selling selling um, AV, or mainly audio um, systems in the gardens has been kind of harping us, it just hounding us for ages. You need to demonstrate this kit. You need to demonstrate this kit. And I've kind of, oh, no, no, I can just show a picture. I can show my brochure. And literally, um, for the first time, about three or four weeks ago, we, we borrowed a demo kit and took it to a customer's property. And I was blown away. My customer was totally blown away. Um, and I thought from this, that point onwards, I need to get a demo kit because you can't sell this in a showroom. It has the yep. clients have to see it and experience it for themselves, and and there's no better demonstration from my point of view was when you see that look on the customer's face and you genuinely weren't expecting it to be as good as it as it was. Obviously, it depends on the kit that you're demonstrating, but it's a great if it's done right, it's a great demo.
1: So, Greg, let's let's talk about the market for outdoor AV. Is it good? Is it buoyant? Is it getting better? What's it like?
0: Yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, I think it, it's it's progressing. It's advancing. It's changing. Um, you know, I think it's you know, I think with Sonos introducing the Move product, uh, that sort of eliminated a lot of the entry level, should we call it, outdoor experiences. And we're sort of progressing with more focused sort of outdoor living areas because people are spending a lot more time out there with friends and family. So you're, you're getting the outside lounge or the outside, you know, room, should we say. And that requires a bit more thought and a little bit more advanced AV. So things like um, the landscape speakers, like Sean mentioned, or, you know, trying to look at some outdoor video as well.
1: What about outdoor cinema? Are you doing much of that, Greg?
0: Uh, we've done outdoor cinema in the past, like large format screens. Um, they're kind of more for like, I would say that the the price on that has gone the other way. I think, you know, things like the Samsung Terrace uh, range has really made it a lot more accessible. Um, previously, because of the limitations with needing like a high knit screen and things like that, it kind of pushed the price. So it's quite difficult to sell. Um, but we have got a number of projects with, Uh, samsung terrace specified in these sort of living outdoor living room area type projects simply simply because it's you know it's not it's not crazy crazy money as it was previously
1: Um, and what are you seeing sean presumably a a lot of people spending more time at home through the pandemic they're they're using their gardens more
2: yeah um yeah i mean uh, the, the whole the whole garden um space i think for for everybody really you know they're, they're spending more time at home generally anyway or they have been doing um so obviously like people have been investing uh, you know on, on on stuff inside the house that also you know when, when you know lockdown pandemic scenario in your, in your garden looks a bit rubbish people are you know uh, spending their the time and effort and actually doing that up um and, and i know again even just through my own sort of personal friends i've got Probably more friends you know that have actually got bars in the garden now um that didn't have one two years ago than that than they haven't so it's great for me because i've got a cheap night out i can walk two doors up and have a pint there and then a few doors down and um and uh, have some there they've all got av in the garden they've got you know sky in the in the bars and you know it's uh you know the the uh the the evening at home is is, is the new norm i think so i mean i'm not a big hot tub fan uh myself but um but yeah, I know. Um, I know the wife loves it, and um, and you know that, that the whole the whole outdoor steam, You know, I'm I'm pretty sure um, the um, you know the shares in B and have gone through the roof as well because the you know, the whole DIY market is massive. The Outdoor, um, you know, the whole emphasis on on what people are doing at home and spending. Um, um certainly outdoors it's it's uh, it's had a, just so much more focus on it over the last 12 months and and i think that's definitely what i'm seeing is continuing now through this summer i think obviously people are, they've got uncertainty whether they're going on holiday at all this year you know and uh, and certainly some of my clients that i've known that have that have got good outdoor spaces are investing in those spaces and actually bringing them up to the levels that they kind of almost um, you know getting you know trying to recreate the experience they have in a five-star hotel in the back garden you know and it is happening
1: greg what about you are you seeing plans with with more outdoor av specified or ha- having room for that sort of product
0: uh yeah for sure that you know a lot a lot of the plans have um have got those outdoor spaces and also you've got to, the type of plans that we're getting through as well there's been a huge transition you know because A lot of our business is central London, not anymore. We do outside of London now because the exodus is on to to a certain extent, or that's what it certainly feels like. So a lot of the properties, the the type of properties we are seeing are with outdoor space and with a lot more consideration given to that outdoor space for sure.
1: So how do you go about selling outdoor AV to clients? Is it, is it a difficult sale? Is it, is it much easier than it used to be now, Greg?
0: Uh, It's definitely easier than it used to be, you know, like, you know, as Sean outlined, you know, uh, socializing is sort of um, really, you know, become the new norm to be done at home. Um, And, you know, people want to entertain their friends. And, you know, if you've given a demonstration of these uh, landscapes, uh, uh, landscape series speakers, it's a pretty easy sale for that, range of speakers because the the performance is just such a stark contrast to what the clients' expectations were. With the video, slightly different. You need I, I just feel like to to make the video a side um sale, you need to have the correct space. And that lends itself to the sale. Um I think trying to force it can be tricky sometimes on the video side, but the audio side definitely a much easier sale these days
1: what is the correct space for, for a video sale? What do you mean by that?
0: So like, you know, in, as Sean said, like a bar situation, that's a great idea. But if that isn't happening, if it's just a seating area, then that's going to be a, a more difficult sale. If you're doing a a house with a lot of glass at the back, like we often do, where are you going to put that television? You know, where is that? Is that going to be in a pop-out mechanism? You know, sure, we can do that, but then the price goes up. So you I think the best ones that we've sort of, or the easiest sells, should I say, of the, the outdoor TVs are things like the outdoor living room space. So like a a dropped platform into a living room space, it's got a fire in the middle and then it's, it's designed to be feel enclosed to keep the heat in, I guess, or make it feel much cozier. And then there's maybe ends that separates in that space and you can get TVs into there and that TV can just be simply put inside the, um, the infrastructure of the out of of that area uh, much easier, and then because of things like Samsung Terrace bringing the cost of TVs down, that's an easier proposition for the client. I think.
1: What about you, Sean? What 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 tricks have you got to to sell outdoor AV to
2: clients? Um, I think it's mainly on the, on the demo side. I mean, there's a there's a whole sort of education mountain I think uh, that still has yet to be climbed. Um, uh, because customer awareness of, in terms of what products are out there, um, you know, is 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 pretty much minimal. I think it's across the whole industry anyway. Um, and you know, the, you, you, there's two battles you're kind of fighting, I suppose. Really, there's 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 the one against, you know, the the average consumer that basically just thinks that you know they want it hassle free, they want it cheap, and the you know the portable kind of you know off the shelf products for them do the job. Um, so you've you've kind of got a a, a a little bit of a kind of battle to win on that side to to actually show them what else is actually out there on the market and why this four thousand pound eight thousand pound speaker system is better you know and I think like it is with a lot of you know kind of high end sales you know once you've showed someone and they've they've had that experience of what something is then the price then becomes more of a secondary factor um, so it, it, you know. Yeah, that's that's the that for me is 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 the secret, I suppose, really is is a demoing it, you know, wowing them with that, and then and then then it's just a case of negotiating kind of how big or what sort of scale they kind of do that do that on. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's that's my position on it. and on the kind of the video side of it, um I saw I'd be up from really not doing anything um in terms of kind of waterproof TVs and that sort of thing to date, our sort of our external AV element has really been in kind of sort of enclosed gazebo areas and things really where kind of generally to date it's been mainly with normal consumer kind of products really. so
1: So in terms of audio challenges, what what are they for for small and large spaces?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. So obviously, um, for a very large space, um, keeping costs <laughs> uh, realistic, because, you know, I think if you're using an 8-ohm system, the uh, the actual cost of amplifying that system can quickly um, spiral to, um, to get that working and functioning and to give an even sound. Because I think, like what you're saying with the demonstration, the wow factor is the evenness of the coverage. I think that's the, the biggest thing I take away from listening to those landscape speakers is how, how lovely and even it is through the whole garden. And I think getting that over a large space takes a lot of equipment and a lot of power on a system of that size. And um, yeah, the cost is, it goes up quite significantly with a system like that. And what about 70 volt systems? Do you do many of those? And generally, I think 70 ohm makes sense to me. If you're doing huge, like I mean, like you you're trying to do like a garden party for I don't know, like a couple of hundred people, that might be the the, the jumping point for something like that. Um, we've done large spaces, but nothing where I felt the need to go to the 70
2: 70 uh, volt.
1: What about you, Sean? What what do you mostly do? 8 ohm or 70 volt?
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, mainly mainly 8 ohm. Um, stuff. I, I think mainly just because so far we've not yet come across um, a project that's really needed to kind of go beyond the kind of 12-speaker um, maximum. Um, I think it's 12, probably 16, actually 16.2 sort of setup you can do on a uh, on an 8-ohm system. Um, however, you know, I think it all comes down to the space, you know, and if, and if suddenly you, you are faced with that, then literally, you, you know, you're either going for dual um eight or more year or you're going sort of seventy volt, and um you know the bigger the space the more it costs you know the more lights you have the more <laughs> the more control you need you know it's, it goes everything isn't it
1: what about the installation greg is is that a time-consuming thing mm,
0: there's no more time consuming than it's to be honest with you, the time consuming bit is liaising with the landscaper to find out where it's going that's that's probably more the time, the, um, the time-consuming part rather than the actual installation. If you're using the correct junction boxes and you, you know, you've got your direct burial cable in the ground in the correct, you know, locations, it's it's not difficult. It really isn't. It's it's really straightforward. Um, easier than probably trying to do a wall-mounted outdoor audio system where you're, you know, you're having to get to exact locations, which defines the height of the speaker, stuff like that. With the landscapes um, system, you've got a lot more leeway with that. And what about what about seating positions and getting that sort
1: of stereo effect? Because some music plays like that, you can't do much about it, can you?
0: Um, yes. I personally, I don't treat it as a. You know, it's one of the things I say. I don't think that it should be treated as a hi-fi type um, system. It, it, it covers the space It's, I, you know, for me, it's designed to be background music, but that's not to give it, you know, do a disservice. I mean, like really evenly covered, covered background music. If you want to hear direct left and right, beautiful two channel audio, then that that's for me, that's not what it's designed to do. Um, but it does give you a great soundstage, especially if you've got like a, quite a you know, a number of people there.
1: What, what do you find the biggest uh, biggest challenges Sean, in outdoor audio
2: um I, I think that the, the generally the challenges can often be um, just down to the, the the seating of you know the, 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 so the layout of the actual environment you know you can get um, you know we we're trying we, we try and we've, of more recent years we're trying to move away from these sort of standard stick on the wall sort of typical tickle beat um speakers there's some great sounding speakers out there but they're not necessarily the prettiest of things and whereas everything internally in the house is now trying to go discrete invisible you know and and um you know the 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 requirement is starting to become now to, to 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 try and replicate that kind of experience outside so 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 the challenge then comes that you know if we are looking at the kind of array speakers kind of setup, which is generally, I think, is the best way to kind of get that background even spread audio. The challenge is, is the where can you put these blooming things? Because <laughs> it's great if you've got that perfect sort of you know flowerbed kind of setup uh, where you can kind of put them in. And there are jobs where we come across, and that's what you've got. And you look at, it, you think this is going to look brilliant. It's going to be pretty invisible, discreet. It's going to sound awesome. But then if you've just been given literally. Um, you know a patio and a bit of garden at the bottom of it you think well, where the hell are we gonna, can we put this so so then you have to start kind of then thinking right have you got you know a landscape you know um, um, guy involved is, is, is can we think about putting flower beds in you know and can you think about putting these in just so we've got somewhere to put the speakers you know because you know you don't want to see this stuff and but you want to be able to hear it so we've kind of got to try and you know come up with kind of solutions about that and we've had a couple of jobs that we you know with that has become part of it um but you know if, if all jobs were saying they'd be boring though wouldn't they
1: they would be they would be aesthetics they are a big deal aren't they in the garden greg <laughs>
0: uh yeah uh, yeah everyone's got an opinion about what the way the garden should look for sure And, Uh,
1: and if you get a landscaper involved or have to get a landscaper involved, that again, adds pounds to the budget, doesn't
0: it? uh, Yeah. I've never, personally, I've never had an experience of actually specifically getting a landscaper in just to hide speakers. Um, But uh, just dealing with, you know, same with interior designers inside, you know, it's the same, it's the same, same idea. You know, people don't want to see it and yeah, it will push the budget up because I'm sure they'll want them in, awkward places or you know there'll be some sort of custom install but that's what makes the job what it is i think i think speaker design has
1: come on a huge amount in this space i mean i I don't know what you feel but it feels to me like it's really progressed and things are a lot better than they used to be maybe five years ago would you would you agree with that sean
2: yeah I, i would um i mean i think it comes down to um people's kind of Understandings and expectations of what they're getting from from a, an audio system, and I think people certainly when they're outside and enjoying these spaces, they want to be able to hear the music. They want to turn it up, but they're also quite quite of, um, often conscious of annoying the neighbours. They don't want to be that person that is is annoying the neighbours. So there's kind of there's a there's a there's a hard balance between kind of comp, you know trying to find that that happy medium. You know what's an acceptable level. Um, we can enjoy your music as, as well as not without having to kind of feel guilty that you're annoying your neighbours as well um so i know that a number of different technology uh, speaker technologies have, have kind of tried to uh, um deal with that challenge and, and again coming back to erase speakers you know that's a great example of that you know and, and it's, it's something that's part of you know can be part of a demonstration you know and the fact that the, the speakers are actually pointing towards your house not away from your house is is a big is a big difference you know and um and as well as obviously you know, being kind of discreet you know that there, there is definitely definitely you know i, I I've, I've seen this up and running myself you know between you know turning your pair of speakers on at full whack that amounted to the house and literally having it at a lower level um you know the the the, the the difference in the technology is, is just really brought that you know that whole market you know into, into its own i think now
1: now you're both based in the north of england in fact greg you're on the the wet side of the country where you are what about reliability because of the awful weather we've got here
0: um re- reliability is great i've ne- you know providing it's installed correctly um which we like to make sure that we do <laughs> so i might add um, we, we, we haven't had a callback on one. We have, we've never had a callback on one. We've, we've done many over the years and we've never had a callback, you know, occasionally you do on the wall speakers, you know, if something's mounted on the wall after a number of years, it seems to perish. You know, we've had to replace speakers and things just out of just cheerly for the fact that they've sort of disintegrated away. Um, but in terms of the outdoor speakers, uh, the landscape array speakers, they seem to be a lot more hardly made and, um, the sort of design of them means that they they, they seem to seem to last. Um, we, we get very little callback off any landscape speakers. Do
1: you get any callback issues, Sean?
2: Well, first, all, I want to point out that I would probably say the east side of uh, of the north is also equally wet as well. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this
0: is a terrible competition that we're running here, Sean. He's got the, the worst weather. <laughs> Typical. yeah yeah
1: we are not to the pennines they always argue about who's the parents. most hard
0: done by
2: <laughs> honestly, <know. laughs> we're not saying for sure but but yeah i mean um i think i think you know uh, external audio has generally been you know fairly fairly reliable in fact most people I, i've i've found of you know have ended up replacing you know Uh, external speakers, more because of how they look rather than how they sound, you know, because they do, you know, out in the sun, you know, certainly kind of the darker speakers, obviously the fade and the start, it only takes a few years before they start to kind of look a little bit sort of, um, you know, weathered really. Um, So obviously the stuff that's, you know, so the array stuff that's generally at a low level um, is, you know, it seems to suffer less from that sort of side of things. But um, yeah, reliability-wise, you know, in terms of outside stuff, we, we, we not so much now, but we used to do a lot with kind of outside lighting and things and um, times and times we've had to kind of go out and replace light fittings that have got water in them and, and things in you kind of, it's just more hassle than you actually need. But the audio, not an issue, not an issue yes, at good. all.
1: Good to hear, good to hear. So so video options then, there are, there are several options that clients could go with. You've, you, you've obviously uh, talked about TVs a little bit already. And, and pop up TVs, TVs beneath sort of awnings and, and purpose-built spaces or in those sort of landscape areas. Does Does anyone ever come to you and say, "I want an outdoor cinema"?
0: Great. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've done we've done we've done one a large, hundred uh, and fifty-inch TV that pops out, um, which has got a full uh, cinema on a terrace uh, with a with a seating area um so yeah that that was a that that was definitely a cinema specification and cinema grade uh that was um patio theater by stealth acoustics yeah
1: um, yeah to, yeah no that product uh, Yeah,
0: name to it and um yeah that was that that was fantastic but like i say because of the the screen technology i think it's still developing it's like with it being high knit and being waterproof and marine grade and all these things you're just adding pounds to the to the price and that to me, makes it quite prohibitive to most clients. It's a, it's a tough, it's a tough sell. But that is slowly coming down, you know. the The technology um, is coming down, and you know, there's more mass-produced products available now um, at a lower price, which you could start looking at achieving a similar sort of uh, idea.
1: And presumably, Greg, with those sorts of pop-up TVs you're having to dig down or excavate sometimes into, into the the terrace or the patio or whatever. And, and again, you're talking about cost adding up there, aren't you? Uh,
0: yes. You know, like, yeah, if you go, if you go into the extent that we did on that install, you know, it's, it's, it's not blank check, but it's not in, it's not far off that, that sort of, um, that sort of range. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that that's an everyday install. Um, but it can be done, you know, like we did some quite, clear, you know, like rather than going into the top of the, the the terrace, which would have obviously been, you know, a crazy cost, we actually took the railings off the end of the terrace and actually built like a false end to the terrace for it to, to sit in. So it wasn't technically sank into the, the building itself, which obviously avoids a lot of structural engineering issues and you know that sort of thing so there are ways that you can do this also future automation sorry to name drop again but future automation do some fantastic outdoor stuff that can be hidden really well without the need to to go and do that
1: and and sean the the kind of stuff you're doing is it mostly tv work underneath awnings or in bars what what sort of jobs are you doing
2: um yeah i mean we're we We've done quite a lot of stuff in the past, actually, probably not, not so much recently. Um, so, you know, when previously it's been things like, you say, um, you know, t- TVs in in, you know, in gazebos and things, and maybe in, in, in some sort of IP-rated enclosures. Obviously, there's a few products on the market that uh, that have done that in the past. Um, we did an really interesting one. We did a one with Outdoor Projector. This was about ooh, 12 years ago, something like that, I mean, we, over in Spain, of all places. It's on the- you're fighting against the sun for a projector, um, but on the on the premise it could be used when the sun went down. It actually worked really, really well. We um, it was projecting on literally onto a onto a white wall, um, it, it above a across the swimming pool, and it actually looked really, really kind of good. I'd love a lovely project to kind of to, to be involved in. Um, not something probably for um, for for maybe UK sort of installations, but um, uh, but yeah, that was quite quite good. But it sort of sort of current things, it, it's. It was really kind of exciting. I, I, I did see the uh, obviously Greg mentioned through um at the ISC. Obviously not this year, but last year they um, um, premiered their pop-up uh, decking um, uh, setup, um, which had the whole the whole floor of the decking come up in in a single in a single manner. which I think it had something like a. Seventeen inch screen or something mounted to the inside yeah. of it. And then the the um, real proper James Bond speakers that just shot out two pillars at, at amazingly high speed as well. Literally, if anyone sat on it, it literally catapulted them into the next garden. Yeah, that, was, that um, was what I
0: thought about the whole thing. Like, you know, like, just, what, what happens when you go to switch it on? Are you throwing people about the garden?
2: Oh, it's just absolutely <laughs> awesome. You'd want to give it a go put the cat on it or something. I know. But it's, uh,
0: You'd be waiting uh, inside with the switch. with your finger on the ipad
2: oh yes oh (laughs) this is the future of garden av i'm telling you (laughs)
0: yeah no cats have been harmed
1: in any of these installations by the way
2: (laughs) so Uh, yeah i mean there's some there's some great products and obviously you see things like that and you think yeah well that'd be great kind of project and it's you know that that's a good thing we kind of the the whole um the market at the moment there is a lot of products if you do your research and there's some cracking cracking products to kind of you know having your arsenal that you can you can draw on you know as and when you know you you receive so so, some potential projects out there you know it's good but
1: but the video side probably less easy to demo to a client
2: (laughs) yeah yeah trying to get out in the back of the van would be 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 a bit of a challenge even with a big van.
1: What you really need, I guess, Greg, is a, a, a happy customer who's, who's willing to allow other potential customers to come and see what you've done there, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, that's the ideal scenario. I don't know if you get that all the time. You know that like our clients particularly like their privacy. So um, I'm not sure that's the way. I What I would say as a top tip, the ones that, um, so we, I must have sold like two or three uh, in the last 12 months. From a pre-wire so we sold just the wiring out to a point and then we've progressed onto the outdoor tv with the speakers you know later so like you know so you you see so your sale is sort of like over a longer period so you're like okay well the euros are coming up right so you want you know how about that tv that we pre-wired for
1: Good thinking. Yeah. Think, and, and you're right. Thinking about those big outdoor sports events.
0: Yeah. And it's a, it, so it's not quite as, you know, because obviously when you're doing it, when you're doing it from scratch, you're doing a new build, all the clients looking at is a, a million and one bills, right? You know, from every, every angle and probably an outdoor TV is the first thing on a list that can just get struck off. Right. It, so, you know, but a pre-wire is, is, a, is obviously an easy sell and something you can go back to, 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 to upsell later.
1: And what what about brightness levels with outside TVs? Are the are the TVs able to cope with, with direct sunlight? Or, you know, do you have to be specific about where you locate them?
0: Um, yeah, so, yeah, um, yes, they are susceptible to to bright sunlight. You do need to take that into consideration. Um, what I would say rather than that is make sure your spec of your TV is correct, you know, so the the knit level, don't just get one of these waterproof boxes and put a normal tv inside it it will be rubbish um you know get a samsung terrace get a, a video tree you know stealth acoustics whatever it is that you know that's that's for that or that application because of the high net
1: fantastic so so have you ever been onto a site where you've seen uh, somebody make a pretty bad mistake a, a, a previous installer and thought mm,
0: wouldn't do that again Common mistake I always say, just straight out of there, is the in-ceiling speakers underneath a sort of like an overhang, and they've used indoor in-ceiling speakers, and there's just rust coming out of the speaker. That's I've seen that a lot.
2: In general, you've got to just be aware of there's other elements at work because obviously internally things, obviously you're dealing with things, you know, you know, you put a cable there, it's you know, it was there when you put it in two years ago, it should still be there now. Um when you deem with things outside, is that there's a lot of other moving goalposts. Wildlife, for example, um, you know, and, and you know, just because something's been put into place <laughs> two years ago doesn't necessarily mean it's physically there, it, it exists, so it's not been chewed through, or um things. So so you, you do kind of kind of get a lot of kind of other challenges that that kind of come in, in, into play really, really there. And and I suppose, you know. You can get in the, in the same sense that you can get, you know, issues where people have kind of tried to, you know, somebody may have called in a someone that might have been claimed to be an expert, but, but retrofitted their own kind of outside kind of speaker scenario. I know I've had some out there. We've all seen it where you've had speakers connected up with Bellwire you know, because they were told that as long as there's continuity, that it'll still work. But then when you see that in the outside world and what that does then with, you know, corrosion and and things, you know, it's just, you just think, how have you been listening to this for like two years? Because it sounds crap in a small space. Trying to do that in a loud space, turn it up louder, doesn't necessarily mean it's actually making it better. Um, But, you know, again, it it just comes down to, to sort of an education kind of point of view, really, I think.
0: I was going to
1: say wildlife, has that caused any issues
0: for you, Greg? Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. in like out, you know, outdoor, like small local AV areas, you know, like maybe where you've got a Wi-Fi point or something like that. There's generally something collected around the Wi-Fi point, you know, something that's found it nice and warm and uh, got itself in there. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't do installation anymore, personally. <laughs> Leave that to the guys. <laughs> So, Sorry, Greg, are you, Greg,
2: are you telling me you don't have a spade in your vanman now? A Spade? Yeah, you don't have a spade.
0: Yeah, we got a spade. I not personally, but yeah, we you just do don't company. It, we, like do. we got a company. Spade. Yeah, no, I know. Have you? Yeah, I thought, I, have you well, been digging yeah, gardens?
2: I, yeah, I'm thinking a, a spade is it, it is becoming a a popular tool to have actually in the van now. You know, it is, and I hate gardening as well. But yeah, generally, I think you know. It is because of the, you know, the extra, you know, we're seeing in, in that sort of air, environment, you know, you start to kind of look at, well, oh, that's a nice spade. I oh, pack away right nice in the
0: back of the van. You need a telescopic spade. one or something. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Times are changing, that's all I'm saying.
0: It's
1: a whole new world of tool envy for integrating. Yeah, them. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, sorry, I, something that you, you mentioned, Greg, that, that I just wanted to kind of pick up on there, um, Wi-Fi um that is something that's always been important i think um for you know for for for, for people in the garden spaces anyway um you know people obviously they want to get good wi-fi out but obviously now in the kind of the, the realms of of garden audio obviously it's never been more popular than ever and we've we've seen ourselves now selling you know better um you know wi-fi products now um because we know external wi-fi is at the top end of the wi-fi pricing spectrum um and we are you know able to sell you know generate extra revenue from 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 selling better wi-fi experience now that, that, that then sort of backs on to um you know um the, the 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 garden experience as well
1: and what about the potential do you see there being much more opportunity to sell in this space sean
2: um yeah, I'm certainly um, I'm planning on ramping up our efforts um, in, in this area as well. You know, just 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 because I think it's 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 a growing market, um, and um, I, I think it's I, I think it's untapped, and 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 I, I probably imagine it's, it's it's different to maybe a lot of other um, areas and assets where maybe the the more um, congested areas such as like London maybe um, you know can't sell quite as many of these bigger systems certainly um, more in a city than than you know we 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 have up north so um, um, so I think I think as, as you kind of get into more um, projects that are more rural based and, and and obviously got you know landscaping requirements in them um, then, then then definitely I mean it's, it's always been the case but I think um, It just backs onto what we're saying before is that more people are spending more time in in the gardens and they are investing, and that you know they'll spend easily, you know, a couple of grand on a hot tub, they'll spend five, six grand on on a decking. You know, it's it's decking for Christ's sake, you're spending five, six grand on it. So, yeah, four grand on on some audio, Mm -hmm. it's in the same league, isn't it? And I suppose
1: partnerships with interior designers and architects work for inside the house, so. Building good relationships with landscape architects and landscape designers is also a, a good thing that integrators can do.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it, it's. I have also noticed that our you know interior designers are, are going outside. You know, like I was saying, like you know a lot of these living room spaces are not not well. The ones I'm seeing are not from landscapers. They're from they're from interior designers that are now moving outside. I think there's been a big hump that's been overcome, you know, because previously two years ago, you'd have a conversation about um, a large outdoor system and they'd be like, it rains all the time. I'm, I'm good. Just put some small speakers out there or, you know, we'll keep the budget or we'll cut the budget in that area. Whereas now, you know, people are people like Sean says that, you know, that they will drop that money in comparison to the hop sub or whatever feature they're trying to put out there. Um, but yeah, partnering with, Landscapers would be a great idea. Um, I would be worried. I I feel that you still want to probably push your interior designers to go outside because you, you sort of encapsulate the whole house. Um, I, yeah, but definitely an expanding market.
1: Would you say Sean, um, you you might get to a point where you're selling outdoor first and then going indoors. Is that ever going to happen?
2: I wouldn't rule it out. Um, I suppose it depends on 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 what area you come to the market from. You know, the whole CI world is 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 full of people that kind of come come into CI from from various different sectors, whether IT, from the AV sector, um, or, or other. And um, and I think um, you know we get contacted by clients, and we might be contacted for a smart home and end up selling them a cinema. Or we might send them, you know, AV for outside, and like, likewise, you can have some companies out there that probably more prioritize their marketing and their their, their skill set around maybe their home cinema side. And when people contact them for home cinema, they end up selling them a, a small home. Um, so, so I think I think the um, the the outside experience is probably. Um, it probably falls into kind of similar sort of category. Right? People wouldn't come to us for an outside system primarily. Um, um, I don't think maybe because they, you know, they, they they would be speaking to say the landscape guys or other interior designer. Um, but it, it it does highlight something, does that Jeff? Because you know, if they are speaking to the landscape guys and nothing gets mentioned, then you know if the landscape company isn't offering a product then it probably never goes in uh, unless you know unless it just happens that an navy um, you know a ci guy is involved in you know getting the wi-fi out there or something like that then that's when they kind of it then these other options kind of, kind of kind of throw in so we probably may find now that you know we are getting some of these other sectors maybe you know um, putting the toe in the water, so to speak, in, in into the AV side, maybe because they may see it as an extra, you know, an extra product they can actually add on. Whether it's the same kind of level product we're talking about here or not, I don't know. But um, maybe you know, it, it just shows you know that you know what what can be done, and 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 it's, it's 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 awareness, I suppose, isn't it? You know, and at the moment, I, I think um, it, it, you know we we go back sort of 10, 15 years ago, and people are building houses. You know, the kind of the term smart home. Was quite new and, and 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 wasn't people weren't aware of kind of what that actually really really meant. Nowadays it's kind of given people know what that is. And the bottle at the moment we kind of have is to kind of convince people why you need a specialist rather than buying the, the stuff off the shelf at B and Q. Um, and I suppose you know you've got the similar sort of sort of scenario say with with the um, um, uh, with, with with external AV now is that, is that people probably. Are only just becoming aware of of what is actually out there, you know, and and you know maybe just gradually transitioning from this kind of you know plug into a nearby socket, we bring it out the house sort of scenario to actually how you know how we can actually make that experience so much so much better.
1: Uh, it's all good points, all good points, and now is the time, Greg, isn't it? You're right. Euros are coming up, we've got World Cup next year. Crikey, that's coming quick behind. Olympics coming up as well. There's loads of really good outdoor stuff that people want to have a an outdoor experience and you can't go away still, can you really? Uh, with confidence. Can't go
0: away. And uh, I think Sean touched on this earlier. You know, you've got a lot of people that are not going back to the pubs. I don't think, you know, I think, I think that sort of culture of doing it at home is definitely in play and then combine that with these events and, you know, it's a pretty compelling argument to maybe the thing outside that you've you know spend the money sean any final comments any final piece of advice for integrators
1: working outside or thinking about doing more outdoor stuff
0: yeah well yeah definitely i mean if
2: if you if it's not something you looked at if i mean if you if you've never done any outdoor audio check it out if you if you couldn't do an outdoor audio and you've just you only gone to the lengths of literally fitting in a couple of outside speakers just go out and have a look at what else is happening out there i know a lot of the um, um, uh, distributors at the moment are really keen to kind of get products out there and and, and get um um see so yeah, i could to kind of experience and try it out so speak to your, your, you know your distributor who, 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 who may offer these of products and, and you'll you'll probably find um that, that a lot of them will let, lend them lend equipment to you as well you know if, if it's just for one-off demos um, and it's um i found myself it, it works really really well um, and it's it's opened up my eyes and this is only very recently so um, so yeah it's it's yeah check it out
0: and get a decent spade and a decent spade yes and send send the photo to Sean we'll
2: we'll,
1: we'll provide a link to a a, a spade selection with this podcast
2: spade.com. check it out
1: (laughs) fantastic guys thanks so much that's been brilliant really appreciate it thank you Greg and Sean really enjoyed that some great advice in there for listeners if you enjoyed the show then please do give us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at inthomepod, Instagram at Integrated HomePod, and Facebook and LinkedIn at the Integrated Home Podcast. The Integrated Home is brought to you with the support of AWE, Sony and distributed by Meridian. We are a Wildwood production. The Integrated Home supports Together for Cinema. Together for Cinema is an AV industry movement that designs and installs cinema rooms in children's hospices across the UK. In these special places, children, their families, staff and volunteers are now enjoying fantastic movie experiences together. We want to build more rooms in more hospices for more children. To do that, we need your help. Visit togetherforcinema.co.uk and find out how you can be involved to help make short lives that little bit better.